0: Uh, ten years, seven hundred mil. Even though it's not all in the main contract, it is deferred payments over time. Apparently, where he'll be getting that money, well, after the contract, you know, kind of like a child star, where they put the money away. Um, I think what is it like? They put twenty percent of the money away in a safe fund, so the parents can't touch it. And no one can't touch it. Well, uh. Show, hey the money, and boy, he can touch it just now on the mound because he's got some elbow or shoulder issue. So it's all going to be hitting it from either side. Now that's a switch hitter. Uh, It's weird because the last Japanese person I saw that made this much news was Mr. Baseball. Except he had a mustache, and then he stabbed the plate with chopsticks, which is apparently rude, and culture. Well, he is uh. hes stabbing us American players and making us look bad. We have all these players, you know. We're so good. 400, 300 hundred million dollar contract, and this six foot four Japanese dude is like, I get hit from both sides. Throw from both hands And get paid For the both of y'all And It's like me I get paid For all of y'all motherfuckers Who don't want to do your job um, <laughs> uh, And then I get taxed As much as your checks are Humble brag As they say I'm a humble guy but then day I will humbly Brag about How much You are not humble about my brag And so I really am like Nicki Minaj uh, All these bitches are my sons Um, <laughs> uh, Except I am like the pink sauce lady Cause No matter how unhealthy Unsanitary the first sauce is The FDA is like Let's give her a second one Um, (laughs) um, I think it's blue Uh, It did come out of the blue But she never got the clue Uh, You know I actually growing up always did want my name to be Steve That is a true story I always tell my mom Probably because kids would make fun of my name And take a letter out And call me something else Now that's a sensitive subject No matter which way you go around Clockwise or counter I never had anything to counter at the time. Um, But so, I would tell my mom, like, hey, why didn't you name me Steve? You made my life miserable. She's like, but I always knew you'd be something unique. When you think about it, me and my brother both start with the letter C, and we have the same amount of letters. I really think she probably just went in a handbook. Like the starter pack, you know. You have kids out of nowhere, young age, like, ah, oh, shit, I gotta come up with a name. Uh, C. Ch-ch. And then back to back. And then, like, when she had me, it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and it's like, she, like, saved the page, saved the tab, and she's like, uh, ah, yeah. That's right there. And it's close enough, you know. We look the same. We are the same. We come from the same gene pool. Even though... You know, think about it. If it was literally just saved in some jeans, I wouldn't be here. But, now that's a kiss from the Simon tree. Alright, that was bad. No matter how you stick your tongue out. Um, (laughs) It's weird how the most famous person from freaking Kiss is the bass player. I'm not saying bass players don't matter. But they are the least decorated, probably the least, I don't want to say important, because that sounds bad, but they're definitely the least, they're the most replaceable. Bass can be very replaceable. Like, if a guitar player can't play a solo, it's going to be obvious. If a singer can't sing, if a drummer can't drum, you know, you could just put some bass shit in the background and replace him. But he made his name doing reality shows. Being a figure, so you know he was really ahead of the thought culture when you really think about it. He's out here sticking his tongue out before megan the stallion. you know uh, even though he's very reserved I think he's a Hawaiian Polynesian, part Japanese. I'm not sure I probably should stop talking about it, but any woohoo Welcome to episode 239 of the Off and Podcast with Clint Nelson. I am your host, Clint Nelson. Don't forget really to like, follow comment, comments, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Most important ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to suck some titties. A, B, or C. Go through the alphabet, I promise you. There'll be an NBA in-season cup tournament, which is why I am representing off, even though I haven't watched a single Lakers, a single Lakers minute game, or really much of any games, I've betted on all of them, but I haven't actually watched. You know they say, you know what they say, um, if you don't watch, place twenty dollars and hope you win 100 um, hundred. <laughs> which you know was weird. I've actually been kind of putting some over and unders on some hockey. And I've been getting more of those correct. And I don't watch. I barely know anything about hockey. I've just been betting on shots on goal. Because I'm like. The numbers are so low. Like. I think these apps are like. No one actually bets on this shit. So we could put favoritable things on here. And people are just missing out. I've been hitting the right numbers on those. It's like. Wait. This decorated player Alex Savetian, Just has to shoot the puck three times on the goal three these periods are long now they sub out like a motherfucker they sub out more than you know (laughs) subway. boy um (laughs) even though these hockey you know going back to the Shohei contract like hockey always doing these seven ten year contracts for like literally ten percent of the money um if you're lucky But yeah, ah, Jesus, I know I kind of came off as a douchebag, trust me, it's never a brag, bragging about how much you get taxed, it's not a cool brag, what's cooler is evading them, Um, (laughs) now that's the cool part, you know, Uh, I can't wait to get so rich where I start evading my taxes, where I actually start questioning how much money I'm giving up, you know, I'm getting a taste of it, but it still really ain't a taste, you know. It's just like, man, this shit's fucking annoying. But you're still taking enough home where you're like, eh, whatever. Imagine, like, thinking you're leaving with $30,000 after you're mentally thinking you're taking some tax home for the month. And you're really taking home, like, 17000 Seventeen thousand, still a nice chunk of change to bring home in a month, but it's still a lot of money you're not bringing home. And when you really break that down, you're like, the only reason why I'm not contesting this is because I will go to prison. Tax is one of those things where you will. It's one of those things like. They'll put you, like, they do not fuck around, like, they feel like you're hiding some money from them, right? Tax is one of those things that's like, we have to, it's such this, like, non-violent crime, it seems harmless, like, oh, we didn't report, you know, $8,000 that we made to the government this year in our private business. And we try to write it off as an expense When in reality it doesn't qualify But we did this loophole And then they come after you Do an audit, whatever the fucking audit is Um Sounds like more like you're just auditioning (laughs) More money for them to take Um Which is weird that like Oh the IRS is gonna audit you And you're just like You know what's stupid? I've never understood It's like you guys see how much money I make you guys have all my legal records of my job, my W-2. Why can't you just take out the money gradually through the year that, I, that I'm going to owe you or that you're going to owe me and reimburse it when you owe me? Why not just do it that way? Because we have to create this system where we have to give the opportunity for people to be stupid. We have to give the opportunity to create a lane where we got to have tax experts. We got to file taxes, which is another service cost, And we will just literally pay for the convenience of not worrying about going to jail. <laughs> like, and it, trust me, it's a good expense. Pay the hundred some dollars to have someone file your taxes. So you don't go to prison for three years. It's a great exchange. But why not just... You have like you you see how much money I'm making, you see how much you're taking. Just take the money. I, just take it out of my checks like as much as that would suck in the moment. It's better than opening the opportunity of saying like, "Hey, um you because you uh didn't pay us the $400. That's not going to do anything for uh the economy um <laughs> last year. We're coming after you. And we're coming after everything you fucking got. Um, it seems like a system. That is literally designed. Just to open the opportunity. For potential. I don't want to say imprisonment. But just to open the opportunity. For. To take advantage. Of people that are ignorant. When we don't teach taxes. On. On. A real level. Unless you're in financing or accounting. Like. It is just. Maybe it is purposely not taught. In schools or even college level. Like. Because. Maybe it's purposely taught. So people just give money. They don't really know. If they really. Need to pay it or not. So they just ask for money. Charge you for shit. Like. It would make sense for them. For you to want to know taxes, so they would get their money, and you understand the ramifications, but it really seems like um it's a taxing process um it's funny how the state taxes are nothing. it's like, oh, the state owes you eight dollars, but the federal they're like you either owe like fifty bucks or six thousand dollars <laughs> like there's no middle range for the year income level. Like, but that is one of the beautiful things of not making a whole lot of money is that you never owe money. Like, you think like, oh man, I can't wait till tax season. I'm giving $400 return to me. Um, <laughs> After you pay $120 for someone to do it anyways, but um, <laughs> you look forward to tax season. The more money you make, the less you look forward to tax season because you're going to owe money or they're going to take money off of debt that you haven't paid because now they know you could pay it. They're like, oh, that's great. Hey, that's great. You're in a different tax bracket this year. You made $15,000 more this year than last year. Hey, did you know that you owe like $4,000 on student loans? Yeah, you know, we're going to start garnishing checks. That's great. So all the extra money you're making, you just took a higher stress position just because... To pay us. And now you actually take home less a week because you're in a different tax bracket. Oh, pre-tax, baby. Gotta love it. Um, <laughs> it's like, but the OVO merch drop is dropping. Well, I guess you'll just have to literally go to the party next door. Huh? Nope. Well, the IRS is like, well, how about you come and see me for once? Um, <laughs> why you gotta come to me? <laughs> the IRS is really just one big Drake song, but I guess part of next door song. Uh, why you gotta start? Why you gotta start? Um, now I'm getting text to say, what time are you gonna be there? Okay. Yeah. So, you know what they say. You twist the croissant, and you get flaky bitches. Um, <laughs> I gotta love the Irish. I don't think croissants were made in Irish culture. But you know, uh, if I had Irish, <laughs> you know, actually, last night, it's weird. Cause it happened a year ago. I kinda went through I don't know how it popped up in my algorithm. But I was actually watching like a one of those I don't know they still do it, the versus battles. And it was Omarion and Mario. I've heard of Omarion more for you know his girl baby mama as the public likes to say. Getting with an ex bandmate of his that he left called B2K where she got with Lil' Fizz and got a little Fizz of his Sprite. Um, <laughs> She rationalized it. He's on this like all peace and love. I moved on. I'm in a different space. And then I guess during this versus battle to start off Mario brought out <laughs> His whole bandmates that he left to go solo. Which by the way. I guess he's had a really good career without him. Because. They probably need to go do this. Like do you really think that like. For example. Do you really think like One Direction. If like Harry Styles was on stage. By himself doing a versus battle with someone. If they would get Niall Zane and. Whoever the other two motherfuckers are, and get them. He was, let's just say he was doing a versus with, like, I don't know, Colby Calais. Um, that's a random ass versus. You know, it's weird. They never do a guy versus girl for the versus. It's always guy versus guy, girl versus girl. But if it's open competition, it's about the music. Um, <laughs> uh, Well, I guess even in music, there is a superiority and strength. Nope. Okay. Like, what if Beyonce did a versus versus, like, I don't know, uh, trying to think of a similar artist, like The Weeknd, right? Like, obviously, Beyonce, bigger artist, The Weeknd's pretty fucking big, too. That would be a pretty interesting versus, but it'd be kind of weird a guy saying, yeah, fuck you, bitch. Um... (laughs) You, you, I don't. I think it would be illegal. Like if you said "fuck you" to Beyonce in public. First of all, you got to worry about the Beyhive, but you got to worry about everyone just beating your ass because it's like, you know, she's got a little backing in certain rituals. If you get the drift, um, but I, I guess a better thing would be like Beyonce, Rihanna. Like that would be like okay, two of one of the bigger ones at their. Game stature or Taylor Swift versus Beyonce. Well, then Kanye might come and interrupt it. <laughs> hey, Taylor, I know you're dating Travis Kelsey, but Beyonce's with fucking Jay Z, a fucking billionaire, you know. Um, <laughs> Changing the game, tidal wave, and he owns a sports agency, and he owns 1% in the Nets. Um <laughs> Kanye's you know, I've I've had a weird admiration for Kanye. Obviously you have to respect his name in the game, his music acumen, all that good stuff. I've always felt like his antics were always kinda dramatic for no reason. Uh I never really got into the extremism of him. And I always felt like when people just say, like, oh, it's just an artist, you know, it's just art and all that shit. It's like, you know, no, sometimes like you can't just say they're just artists and rationalize certain behaviors. Sometimes like people just have issues. Like you wouldn't say someone at a job like, hey, you know, I know he really uh he's a little kooky out there, but have you seen him do the spreadsheets, it just comes with the territory. It's like uh he threatened to strangle Randy, you know um it's like look you just gotta understand what comes with the territory you don't get the magic without the witchcraft um (laughs) it's like okay but you know the thing with kanye is that over time all the stuff he says in real time it sounds like oh insanity and stuff and a lot of stuff it's like as time sits and he kind of goes away and Things get back to normal. All the stuff he's kinda of saying, you kinda of look at it like, oh, okay. He wasn't completely crazy. He may be having a mental episode. Or he may just actually be more in touch with reality than all of us. You know, well who who are we to decide who's actually in touch with reality? Like how who am I to know what is reality? Because I don't even know my reality. I know the life I live. I know the things I do. I know the way I think. The way I feel. But is reality a consistent answer? That is there's one answer to it. And you either have developed that sense of what that is. Or you just kind of lie to yourself and live within those parameters. Or... Is it literally just whatever you decided to be? And however you rationalize things yourself and how that goes? I don't know. Um, that's the thing with these, like, Santanic, Illuminati, Scientology, religion. Is that I think those things are more of escapisms to reality. They are to make you have hope and feel within a certain aspect of yourself that doesn't always have to be explained but it proves to make people feel better and maybe it develops ability to make you do things that make you a better person than if you didn't have it so it's really just like one big AA meeting I guess um (laughs) um But I don't know enough of that. I was about to say a slur, not really a slur, but a term that you would say if you're like in the sixth grade and you would say, Man, that's some GAY stuff, but you don't actually mean like in the literal term, it just means, Oh, that kind of got sus. The kids today, you know, the word sus, it is just replaced with that word. It's just called what was. It's a more acceptable pronoun for it, whatever the fuck it is. Acronym. Sus just means suspect. I guess. Hey, the sus is on the loose. Um, (laughs) uh, That reminds me of this one time a couple months ago. Me and my lady were going to... Sneaking, sneaking her in my gym <laughs> that I paid multiple memberships for. Anyways, so they just suck my wiener. Um, and literally in this normal crossroads area, damn, I just kind of gave away the place. Sitting in the light by a gas station, across from a Wendy's or whatever, and this guy ish just. Walks across the street, you know, not the crosswalk area or anything. It's whatever, like. But this man's wearing fishnets and very short shorts. And a very up high tank top with a little cut off at the belly button. And I'm looking in the area, and I'm like, okay, there's a Dairy Queen um, there's a dental place, there's an auto, there's an auto zone, and there's a Arby's. We got the meats. Um, <laughs> he might, um, <laughs> I honestly don't know where this, uh, potential worker, and by that I mean sex worker, damn it, I was trying not to say it. Yeah, I felt like that's not algorithm friendly. But I don't know how else to say it, you know? It was kind of a weird area because it's not an area where, like, you would just kind of be hanging around in the middle of the afternoon trying to get some business, you know what I'm saying? Well, I guess there's never a wrong time to get business. And, look, you'd be surprised at the places you would get business at. Typically, maybe these affluent areas... Are probably more we get business. Because you know what? The easier and the more affluent your life is, you got to somehow feel attached to the non-affluent areas that have the drugs, that have, you know, illegal activities per se. Kind of like, uh, damn it, I can't say that. Damn it, now I got to think about what I say about even referencing a situation. Let's just say, sometimes... You work with people that use the business operations to run their personal operations, and it becomes a federal crime to distribute stuff. Uh. That was a timely burp. Um, <laughs> I'm such a, I'm such an idiot. I took the line between being fired, exposing information, but can't prove what I'm exposing. It's not my fault you still have the picture on the wall. Um. Uh, I actually found out that Kid Rock Apparently Back in the day Kid Rock and Tommy Lee There was almost going to be a celebrity fight Between them Tommy Lee was like Oh I'm going to beat his ass And then Kid Rock Because Kid Rock was with Pamela Anderson Which was Tommy Lee's x infamously i'm on a boat motherfucker um and the thing is like drummers man you know they got hands man it is hard to drum man holding wooden sticks in your hand for hours and hours sweating like do people not like the shoulder stamina the forearm hand stamina you gotta have to play drums. Especially in like a real band where you're playing pretty high level stuff. Intensity. That shit is hard as fuck man. Um, But it's funny because as I was listening to someone this. I would like oh I think Kid Rock has thrown rocks at me. You know, I think he's thrown a couple rocks. He's like stoned someone. You know that type of vibe. I don't actually get that from Kid Rock. Uh, There's actually, I, I came across a video. It kind of weird how it all comes together. I came across a video where someone actually did the, like, the real Kid Rock, how he grew up. And I actually, he, all right, so, like, he's from Detroit, but he's actually from slightly outside in the suburbs. His dad was, like, pretty, you know, made his mom live in a nice house. he purposely went to the inner city to... Because he used to be a rapper. So went to the inner city. Intertwined with, you know, the rap scene and all that good stuff. Actually made some mixtapes and demos and, you know, did the whole thing. Credit to him. And then there's this whole thing where he basically turned on rap. When he went country, started playing into that. Started becoming more about... Playing an image, you know, for rednecks, confederacy, uh, not exactly the favoritism of what got him. He basically got what he needed, got out, and then not only that, but then shunned the community or shunned the rap scene in Detroit and anyone that helped him. And said, "Fuck y'all," and um, and I don't know. When I see Kid Rock, I don't really see. I feel like he's the definition of someone who's fallen into playing a character. Like, I understand there's an image aspect, but like, I'm sorry. There's no way like I look at someone like the way he is and think that he's actually. That's actually how he really is if he wasn't a music artist, um but he has to play that way, you know that's what sells that's the image if he were to be relatively you know balanced in some way, it probably wouldn't sell and see, but that's just outside looking in um in my my opinion is I think Nickelback's on Rockstar. I really do feel like. That song is based off him. I know they say, and there's this argument about that song. Is it a country song? I don't think so. But, you know, I actually don't really even care for the song that much. And I'm a Nickelback fan. Not a bad song, but it's a definition of a formulaic song. That if there were anything to criticize Nickelback for, is that you could definitely tell the songs that I wouldn't say were just made out of pure... Just like out of nowhere enjoyment. It was definitely like, hey, we're going to write a song about what it's like being a rock star stereotype and all that stuff. Make a cool video attached to it and sell it. And it worked. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it's okay to do that once in a while. Which actually, ASAP Rocky came across something where he actually hates this song. Fucking Problems. Not because he doesn't like his verse. Not because he doesn't like who he collab with. Not because he thinks the song is trash. But like I was saying... Cause is the 'cause it was following the formula at the time. Like now he was saying the formula is, you know, following the TikTok trend of songs that will hit on TikTok and all that stuff. And then during that time, it was to get on a song with Drake and Two Chains and have a song with a certain BPM and it'll hit Essentially. And said he basically just he resent he kind of just doesn't he's not really proud of that song because of that it wasn't like a natural it was definitely like very like industry formulaic and in how it looks and how it is and um well you know i'm gonna say if he didn't get in the door with drake how would he have met Rihanna? Um, I'm pretty sure he probably met Rihanna. Long before that. Maybe he didn't. But maybe he saw Drake Street and was like... You know what? I don't even know if I like this girl. But you know what, Drake? Shut the fuck up. I'm going to take her off your hand. So you so you can stop writing about her. And it's never going to happen. Um, uh, but you know... That's just the way it is. Uh, they call me the dentist because I be putting plaques on the wall. Um, <laughs> isn't wouldn't the, isn't that kind of ironic that with dentists when, you know, oh dentist of the year in the state. They put plaques. On their wall. <laughs> oh Jesus. You know I've actually never seen. Like a famous dentist. We have famous doctors. Famous plastic surgeons. We don't have a famous dentist. We don't have like a Dr. Oz. Of the dentist industry. We don't have a Dr. Phil. Of the dentist industry. Like you don't go buy toothpaste. And see some. Famous as Dentist. And be like, oh, you know. Yeah, I don't know if you call. I don't think you call. What do you call dentists? Are they doctors? I don't know. It's all insurance fraud. All this shit's just to drag money out of you. Tell you you have issues that aren't really there. It's like, okay. So let's say someone does have enlarged gums. It's like if I don't fix this, let's just say I just keep brushing my teeth, flossing like normal, and I don't get this surgery you tell me, how long will it take before like, I start feeling pain, like eh, probably like 8 years, it's like but you're making it like if I don't get it done the next 2 weeks I'm gonna have, my gums are gonna be overriding my teeth, and then my teeth are just gonna look like little tricks pebbles and they're like, well, you know you don't want to go around, you know, looking like Hunchback of Notre Dame with those teeth, do you? And you're just like, well, uh, let me lay you back and I'll show you the Hunchback of how much Norder. I don't know where I'm going with that. Norder Damien Lillard, I drop buckets on your ass till Tyrese Halliburton is like, my time. As he, you know, has four points in the first half. Which, by the way, shout out to Lakers for winning the in-season cup tournament. Um, yeah. Genie really be busting open that checkbook. Um. <laughs> which, by the way, I just got to say. I bet on Miles Turner one time. And it wasn't last night because I stopped after this one time. The man as a center. The biggest dude in your team. The number was five and a half rebounds. I'm thinking easy money. He will like the beat you accidentally get seven to eight rebounds. (coughs) This man got four rebounds that night. And I said, I don't want to say fuck this guy because it's nothing that personal. Like it's just what it's just sports. But fuck that. (laughs) Like, bruh. After that, after I because I watched that game, I'm like, I am never gonna bet on this man if he's ever playing a quality opponent for any stats like the man just doesn't put up stats or doesn't do anything i won't call him overrated but all i hear about is tyrese monster it's like the dude barely averages like 16 17 points and seven rebounds but he talks like he's like shack or Jokic or some shit like, he's a good player. I don't want to say he's not good. Like, I don't, I don't want to sound like Chris. So I was like... That's why, I like... I was like... I didn't bet on Anthony Davis. Um, but... I was like... I am i don't know what Miles Turner is going to do offensively. Probably not much. But Anthony Davis is about to have a fucking field day. And betting on Anthony Davis... I think Anthony Davis is going to do... Can be kind of hit and miss. But... The man dropped 41, 20 rebounds, four blocks, four assists. I didn't have to watch the game. And I looked at Miles Turner, and he had some pretty below pedestrian stats, even for him. So I'm like, yep. That's why I see. Um I think it just goes to show how good Tyrese is, is actually. It's pretty insane when the number to bet on. Was 12 and a half assists. The dude's averaging 26 and a half and 12 and a half assists. And he's not even been mentioned for MVP for anything. And they have a winning record. And they don't really have a great team. Sorry to get in some NBA talk here. But he has one of the weirdest shooting things. But he is, but he shoots such a high three point percentage that's like, oh shit. Um... But yeah, it's just something I've kind of... And that's where I think the whole like market stuff, when they talk about like the importance of being in a good market, like it kind of is insane. Like going back to Shohei, um, I literally went to the break room and I already heard about the story, but someone was in there and it was on the TV 10 years, seven, Shohei, whatever. And... I was like, you know, the word, the weirdest part is him being in LA and all that stuff. Like, literally, like 300 plus million of that is probably going to be taxed. But at the same time, being in that market, he's going to make pretty much all of that back from endorsements or a good portion of it back in endorsements. And, and it is also this weird stat. Him. And I didn't. Even, I forgot about this. Mookie Beds has like a four hundred twenty some crazy million dollar deal too on the same team. That's why I guess they had to do the payments that way. But their contracts combined over that period of time is literally the same. Is actually more than the value of the Miami Marlins. I don't know if that's a good indication for business in baseball or sports or if it's bad. All I know is, is like literally, this dude is going to be a billionaire just by playing baseball without anything outside. Like LeBron James has made a lot of money, but his career earnings just from basketball salary alone is like $428 million. But he's basically a billionaire, but most of his money has come from off the court. And that's the thing with baseball. It's weird how baseball is a sport where, like, oh, the money's not all great, but yet we have these craziest contracts. We have these, like, crazy-ass contracts. And, uh, sorry. I kind of got... But, yeah, we have these crazy-ass contracts. But it just seems like we don't re- You know how bad you are as a texter when I came and even type in my left hand? Um... <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? I'm I'm literally texting right now. This is how you know we do. we're doing it live, as Bill O'Reilly would say. Give me just um. But yeah, so is this thing where? We have these crazy baseball contracts. All I keep hearing is, oh, attendance is low, revenue in baseball is this and that. No one watches baseball. Everyone's football and basketball. But... Nobody watches baseball, but then here we are giving out 700 million. Where football, it's like it's crazy if Patrick Mahomes is a $500 million contract or some shit. But baseball is just like everyone gets a contract. But also, it's like the high, the high, the low gets low. And then there's the eight years of moving up the ranks and shit. But yeah, sorry. Uh I will this will be a shorter episode than usual. But yeah. Alright. You know what? Sorry. I got some stuff to take care of. Sorry to cut it off so I'm short. I'm in a rush. I gotta go somewhere. It's dad's birthday stuff, so had to fit this in. Alright, guys, that was episode two thirty nine, the Awful Be podcast with Clinton Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Remember to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Most important, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to suck some um, titties. Yeah. Alright, guys. Have a great day and night. Enjoy.